time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong with the legislator Junius Ho on President Xi Jinping's visit to Hong Kong and our Chief Executive Carrie Lam's new term of administration. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Robert, you may have watched the news that we have just celebrated the 20th anniversary of the establishment of Hong Kong's special administrative region. President Xi Jinping came to attend the ceremony and administered the oath of the new chief executive for Mrs. Carrie Lam and other responsible officials for the fifth term of the SAL government at the convention center. It was a solemn occasion and I had both the pleasure and honor to be one of the 2,000-odd attendees who could participate and witness a historical moment such as this, especially so when it was the first time for President Xi and the First Lady, Madam Pang Liyuan, to come to celebrate this happy occasion with us in Hong Kong. There was so much to take in and to digest throughout the event, but I can only put so much of what was said and done to words. I sum up the occasion according to the best of my memory. And Robert, I want you to hear my two pens worth on the matter. In particular, I call attention to the speech Presidency delivered at the inaugural ceremony and my thoughts on Mrs. Lam as the new chief executive. For starters, at the inaugural ceremony, Presidency gave his speech and conveyed the four main points to us in that First, as a reminder, we should take the constitutional principle of one country, two system to its very literal sense. Hong Kong is an integral and inseparable part of China. There's no question about it. Hong Kong will not become an independent state. This is the case to safeguard the sovereignty of China, and ever more so to prevent Hong Kong from being the seedbed for which foreign threats can ever germane and to be used to, to against China and her sovereignty over Hong Kong. Second, we should acknowledge that both the People's Republic of China's Constitution Law and the Basic Law of Hong Kong have laid down the fundamental basis for governance and legal protection in Hong Kong. In other words, all other laws in Hong Kong have to be consistent and in full accord with those two. Third, Hong Kong should prioritize its focus on its economic development. Especially, we should seize the opportunity to sail in congruence with the economic growth in the mainland. Otherwise, Hong Kong may find itself stranded in the tideless seas in a constant waiting for a second wind. Last but not the least, it is important for us to maintain the stability of our society. We can afford diversity but not disharmony. Sometimes conflict is inevitable, but it should be mediated and resolved for the sake of achieving progressive and sustainable future. I thought President Xi's remarks were eight and direct. He essentially said that we have not done enough in promoting our sense of national identity and security. In so far as certain important politically related legal concepts are concerned, President Xi said that there is a lack of consensus of mind in Hong Kong. To that, I echo his thoughts on this matter. Take the lack of consensus in the interpretation of the basic law as an example. Although the majority of the general public in Hong Kong acknowledge that the National People's Congress Standing Committee, NPCSC, has the absolute right to interpret the basic law.
certain number of the public is still reluctant to accept it to be the case. Mind you, for the past twenty years, the MPCSC has only made five interpretations of the Basic Law, and with a few justifications. Some within the legal profession, however, consider that interpretations of the Basic Law would undermine the rule of law in Hong Kong. To that, I beg to disagree. Article Eight stipulates that the laws previously enforced in Hong Kong, that is, the Common Law, Rules of Equity, Ordinances, Subordinate Legislation, and Customary Law, shall be maintained, except for any that contravenes this law and subject to any amendment by the Legislature of Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. Since July the first, nineteen ninety-seven. The application of all our domestic laws and the common law principle have been subject to the basic law and the interpretations thereof, which form part of the constitutionality and part of our laws in Hong Kong. Take another example: we have the constitutional obligation to enact for Article Twenty Three, but twenty years have passed and we are still irresolute on the legislation. Such an ordained delay is obviously unacceptable to the Central People's Government as well. Since Mrs. Lam has taken up the office as the Chief Executive on the July first, I can see that there are some positive changes happening. The majority of the pandemic legislator do not treat her with contempt, unlike treating her predecessor with great animosity. They welcomed Mrs. Lam with an ovation when she attended lecture for the question times on Wednesday. To this, I thought Mrs. Lam held strong on her own and was able to answer their questions satisfactorily. Apart from promising to invest more funding in education for our young, she also promised to adopt the recommendations of the former Chief Justice Mr. Andrew Lee's commission to extend the prevention of bribery law to the Chief Executive as soon as possible and within her term. She also promised to build up closer and frequent dialogues with all different political parties or affiliations. She would plan to attend more frequent visits to Lechko, with a view to improving the relationship between the administration and the legislature. I do hope that this cordial relationship between the legislature and the administration will continue to flourish. Unlike what other people say that the honeymoon period will soon be over, it will last for a much longer time. Well, Robert. That is all the thoughts and messages I could get from the current affairs, and I wonder what you make of all of it. Do you still remember what I said in my previous letter to you in March this year? I said on the lines that it is time for us to put all the political arguments behind and just move on. I still firmly believe in that. I do hope that all quarters of the society could share my sentiment one way or the other. I do urge that those calling for Hong Kong's independence should be realistic about this whole situation and stopping being naive to their stance and approach. I genuinely hope that they could seek solace and accept their identity as being Chinese and Hong Konger in the context of the one country two system. Well, we are now in the new era of hope and a new era of love. Let's cherish it for love. 
and heal the wound that we self-inflicted some time ago. Let's hope that we are now dawned to work as a solid team to overcome all the challenges ahead. Sincerely yours, Junius.